Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Listen If podcast. My name is Lulu, and this is Listen If You're Depressed and Can't Get Out of Bed. Getting out of bed isn't easy at the best of times. I don't know about you, but I've always envied people who can jump out of bed as soon as their alarm goes off. Personally, I don't think I'll ever be a morning person, but there's a big difference in preferring a wee sleep and not being able to cope with life outside of your bed. Maybe you used to be a morning person yourself. Maybe that alarm, despite a couple of snoozes, always meant it was time to go and earn money to pay your bills or do a bit of study or get your kids to school. That goal was enough to get you up. Maybe you were someone who at least looked forward to certain aspects of their day, such as a hobby, even walking your dog. And now that idea seems impossible or somehow foreign. It might be the afternoon now, and I want you to know there's absolutely no judgement here. Rest is so important and can often be an act of self-care. Sometimes it's okay to have a bed day, to hide away from the world and recuperate. But if depression is affecting your day-to-day life and you aren't taking proper care of yourself through it, I'm here to give you a bit of a boost and a gentle nudge in going vertical. I want you to know that I do empathise with this feeling and I understand how heavy and how pointless you might feel inside. It's a hard thing to explain to those who don't understand depression. They might perceive this as weakness or laziness. They might even say things like, you need to get out of the house or you can't lay around feeling sorry for yourself or even, I wish I could stay in bed all day. Firstly, try to forgive them somehow as often what they say is out of caring albeit in a misguided fashion it's hard to fathom this feeling if it's never been your own secondly though this is so much more than a simple choice depression is such a physical illness on top of the battle in your mind it's literally an energy sucking leech so please be kind to yourself and don't let the perspective of others make you feel worse If you're finding little enjoyment things that once got you out of bed, of course you won't be feeling like going vertical. Depression can turn all grey and drain the colour from your world and it can turn everything into a pointless sensation. Or maybe you feel like you had nothing to enjoy in the first place, no reason to get up. Depression can tell you that nothing is ever going to change, that you will never find any joy or meaning. You may be thinking, it makes no difference if I get up or not. If that's the case, your depression may be winning right now. It might have your back up against the ropes, but the fight isn't completely over. This derogatory self-talk might just be louder than the voice of hope in this period of time. And if it's been a long time, I am so sorry that you have been going through this. On top of changes in your energy levels or sleep pattern keeping you in your bed, You probably know that the lack of motivation and reduced enjoyment are two symptoms of depression. It's not always the sadness and crying that people think distress looks like, which of course there can be a lot of crying, but sometimes distress can look like many, many hours laying in bed, numb and heavy. It can feel like a safe space where the outside world can't reach you. 
I know that when I'm deep in a depressive episode, the last thing I want to do is interact with other humans and avoidance is the aim. My two dogs can be the only interaction I accept and they don't really give me a choice, they just jump up in the bed. Sometimes I don't even want my partner around me and I push him away. Avalition, which is your loss of motivation and anhedonia, the inability to feel pleasure can have a significant impact on your day-to-day life, your body and your soul on top of however else it might be affecting you right now. So if you're being hard on yourself today, please try to remember this is just like any other physical illness that deserves treatment, time and perhaps some adjustments to expectations of yourself. Even by listening to me right now, you're fighting this terrible thing, and I thank you for that. It takes a lot of courage and effort to seek any kind of help. If you are depressed, physically it can feel like your bed is a strong magnet. Where does it pull on your body? It can often be strongest on the chest and heart area, like an elephant is sitting on it and weighing you down. Or the stomach has a deep sinking feeling like an anchor through the belly button. Try to connect with the heaviness. Choose a small part at a time, maybe an arm, and slowly lift it off the mattress, even just an inch. Notice how it sticks. Acknowledge the heaviness. Let your body know that you understand why it feels like this. Forgive yourself because this is more than a simple choice. Until one experiences this, they don't understand what it's like. So keep peeling parts of your body away from the mattress, one at a time. Even just that one inch, even for one brief moment, lift it up away from the bed. You might have anxiety sitting there too, that fight or flight mode battling the heaviness of the depression. Where does that feel strongest? Your stomach, your chest or your throat? Again, acknowledge it, notice it, understand that it isn't your fault but a symptom of what you are going through. It often goes hand in hand like an internal battle. Anxiety is saying fight or flight and the depression is that heaviness. And the thing about fight or flight is that it's exhausting too, which can give you more heaviness. So it's not always the pacing around and obvious panic attacks. It can be silent and it can be heavy too. Now focus back on my voice. I know this is hard to do, giving more attention to things that are causing you suffering, but I need you to know that it isn't just a matter of getting up and doing everything you usually do. It's not always the lifestyle and mindset changes that people often preach. It is easier said than done. You are not lazy and you are not weak. This thing that you're going through is just extra strong right now, but that doesn't mean it always will be. We need to find a way to speak to it, to speak to the illness. Give it some attention, acknowledge that your body is fighting, and take some care of yourself because of it. When was the last time you stretched out your entire body? And I mean really stretched it. 
I want you to point your limbs to the far four corners of the bed, the biggest starfish you can make. Reach to every corner with your hands and legs all at once. Reach out. Now wiggle your toes and wiggle your fingers. Bring your arms to your chest and cross them over your body and hold your shoulders as if you were hugging yourself and squeeze. Squeeze like it's a loved one in your arms who's going through a hard time. Squeeze like they really, really need you because you are the one going through a hard time and you deserve to be loved. You deserve to soothe yourself. It's okay for this to feel strange and awkward. You may not even like yourself at this moment, but squeeze as if you're that dear friend. Nobody else can see you. Nobody is judging you. Squeeze. And release. Stretching releases those good endorphins that you so need right now. And get this. Studies show it's not only hugging other people that can give a boost in oxytocin. We like oxytocin for its stress relieving effects. I hope you gave yourself a good squeeze. Now, I want you to pretend that you have a packet of balloons. Can you remember the last time you blew one up? Pick one out and you're going to breathe as if it's real. Bring the balloon to your lips and take a deep, slow breath in through your nose and a strong, forceful exhale until there's no air in your lungs. It's all on the balloon. Now do this for me. Fill the balloon. Catch your breath. Repeat again. Bring the balloon to your lips. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose and a strong, forceful exhale until there's no air left in your lungs. and breathe. Now I want you to attach these balloons to your shoulders. Tie them up nice and tightly. Visualize them rising to your ceiling slowly, but they're filled with that very strong air, starting to help your upper body feel lighter. They pull you up and up slowly until you're sitting upright. Maybe move some pillows behind to support your back. I want you to picture the balloons attached to your shoulders are still lifting you towards the ceiling. Now, to release some fight or flight, or to wake up those heavy tired muscles, I want you to kick. Kick as if you're a child on the supermarket floor throwing like a big tantrum. Or bring your knees up to your chest like you're riding a really, really weird bike. Kick faster, kick it out, and rest your legs. Just checking in with you, are you halfway vertical now? If you're not, that's okay, you can try this again. If you're sitting up now, I want you to open a note in your phone, or maybe there happens to be a pen and paper nearby. I know I keep mine on my bedside table for this, so if it's in reach, Write down a little checklist, a to-do list for your day, and before you get worried, it's not a long one, I promise. 
The first thing on that list is to get out of that bed. The second, to get and drink a big glass of water. Add anything else you think might be within your reach today that's taking care of yourself. They can be as little as you need and the little is in quote marks because the little things can be the big things when you're unwell. If you do have practical life things to get through, all that adulty stuff, do the simple self-care tasks first and take your time if you can. Tick each step off as you go, even eating a piece of toast and brushing your teeth. I want it written down and I want it crossed off. If you can tick anything off your self-care list today, I will be so proud of you. Let me know if you were able to do anything else today. Perhaps you even managed a shower or opened the window and breathed in some fresh air. Maybe you made a sandwich. Talk to yourself like a dear friend who is ill. Nurture them with every step. Even if you don't believe that you deserve it right now, I'm telling you that you do. And I'll just say that there are many different ways in which depression can present itself. Yes, some people do silently go around the usual day-to-day lives out there and they're just as unwell inside. Maybe that's what you usually do. You put on the day, you know, you put on the act and you keep doing what you always do. That too is exhausting and can catch up with us both emotionally and physically. So if today is the day it has caught up with you, I see you and I feel for you and you can and you will recover from this. You are no less strong than the next person battling this. Ignoring your depression and making no adjustments to your life can be just as dangerous as staying in bed. It's the balance that we're looking for. It's taking the simple care of ourselves while we're most unwell. That could involve reaching out to a manager at work or asking a family member for a bit of household assistance. There's absolutely no shame in this and you may be surprised at how supportive people can be. If you don't feel like you have anyone close, try speaking to a mental health professional and see what they can suggest to take some pressure off the practical side of things. Whatever it may be, burning the candle at both ends isn't healthy either, alright? So people who haven't been there themselves often don't understand that the molehills really are the mountains and just a simple act of self-care and completing some simple daily tasks are a huge achievement. Even when your illness tries to tell you that you don't deserve it, that there isn't any point or you don't have the energy to even get out of bed. A little bit of nourishment, a couple of self-care goals, that's all I ask of you today. To give yourself the best chance at coming out of this. And if you end up back in bed after doing a couple of those things, that's okay. Again, there's no judgement. I'm proud of you for reaching out and listening to me ramble on. Please be gentle with yourself and this is not your fault. You matter. There are crisis phone numbers on my website and plenty of different mental health phone lines. And this is of course not intended to replace care from your doctor or mental health team. Mental illness deserves full treatment and support. Please do leave me some feedback if this has helped in any way or if you have any suggestions for future listen episodes.
Thank you. Please stay safe and take care of yourself.